Hello there and welcome to the Manifest Podcast. We are six days away from the official release of Be the Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. And to celebrate the upcoming launch, I have been hosting something called the Be the Love Challenge. And today I'm going to be sharing with you a replay of that session because it's so good. I just want to share it with as many people as possible. And I encourage you to do the same. So this is day two of the Be the Love Challenge, which is the topic is own your emotions and how emotional responsibility, specifically self-responsibility, really activates the magical energy of potential within you. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Manifest Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to day two of the Be The Love Challenge. My name is Sarah Prout, which you probably already figured out by now. It is so great to be here with you today. And I am just so grateful that there have been over 5,000 people that have registered for this challenge. So whether you are watching live right now, or more than likely, you're probably going to be watching the replay because people have work or commitments or it's different times of the day for different people around the world. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for being here and for your willingness to show up and do whatever it takes to support yourself on your manifestation journey, because the intention of the Be The Love Challenge is to really activate that sense of infinite possibilities within your heart. So that's what we're here for today. Yesterday, we covered the topic of how to set powerful intentions. And what was incredible about that session is that many of you after the session commented in the group with your intentions, or you sent me a private message, which I love seeing because so many of you were really starting to ask yourselves, what is it that you really want? What do you want specifically? And then more importantly, how do you want to feel? Because the universe is reacting and responding to that. So before we dive in today to this incredible training and collective energy that we're all generating together, I just want to make a few quick announcements. Don't forget and more specifically put, please remember to get your copy of Be The Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. This is coming out a week from today. It will be available in stores all around the world. But when you pre-order, you can go to the link that is listed below this video and I will be giving you the meditation album that accompanies the seven chapters in the book. The meditation album, which I know so many of you are loving right now, has seven activation sequences that each correlate with the chapters in the book. And this album is valued at $111, but you get it completely free when you pre-order the book. So you go to, I think it's actually, I don't think I know it's sarahprout.com slash be the love type in your receipt number, your name and your email address. And my, my team will send you that instantly. And the reason I'm recommending this is because it is such a complimentary, uh, complimentary resource on this journey throughout the be the love challenge, not only to listen to these meditations instantly to help amplify and raise your vibration, which is tomorrow's topic. I'll be going into that a little bit more, but to really start to refine the process of self-awareness and self-responsibility. Now, 
If for some reason you have found yourself watching this right now and you haven't registered for the challenge, you can still do that by going to sarahprout.com slash btl dash challenge. And that way you won't miss out on the replays or any of the other exciting activities or information that we have planned for you guys. So welcome. How are you feeling today? If you are watching live right now, please comment below. Let me know what's going on, how you're feeling, maybe even share some of your intentions. And I just want to um, point out today, the launch team, for those of you in the group that are part of the Be The Love launch team, there were 500 lucky people that were selected to receive an advanced copy well, actually an early bird copy of Be The Love, and it should arrive today for the 500 of you that were selected. And I've already loved seeing people sharing it on social platforms and starting to dive into the work. So we're off, right? <laughs> this book is no longer just in the hands of a few people. And I can't wait until you read this next week because today's theme really ties in to the work that I invite you to do in Be The Love. And if you remember me speaking of this yesterday, Be The Love is really a healing journey, an invitation to go on a healing journey of self-responsibility, of owning your emotions, which is the topic of today's training, and also to unravel and use as a brand new tool for your spiritual toolbox, something that I call the Be The Love philosophy. It can almost be viewed as a technology, if you will, to feel, heal, and reveal. And so in the book, at the end of every chapter, and usually when I go to find this, it doesn't, it's not easy to find. I don't know why I just don't bookmark it. All right, here's one. So at the end of every chapter is a journal prompt, and it goes through the filter to feel, heal, and reveal. So it asks you a self-reflective question. So... The key piece here to remember, the overall framework of my teachings as a manifestation teacher (laughs) is that feelings create your reality, that your thoughts, your feelings in combination with your inspired actions create your manifestation. But what happens when you believe that you're really good at manifesting And you might be doing all of the right things. You might even be teaching manifestation or you might be a life coach. But behind the scenes, you're not even aware of the ways in which you mismanage your emotions. That could be the subtle stumbling blocks that keep you stuck. Right. And I know this and can speak on this and feel qualified to share this with you because that was me. I didn't own my emotions and I had to go through an incredibly steep learning curve to become the person I am today. And it wasn't an easy journey. So if you saw, and I will read this out from the Instagram post that I posted earlier today, it was a couple of hours ago. I'll just, I'm going to share this with you guys. It says here, vulnerability creates healing. So I, um, I'm going to read this from page 20. It says, my lack of worthiness and pattern of toxic reactions meant that in my past, I have been the abuser and also the abused. This is pretty shocking, right? Especially for a woman that has an inspirational viral video about surviving domestic violence. Please keep in mind that I do not make this statement lightly. It's actually really hard to admit this, 
but I know it's going to help a lot of people understand how lack of self-esteem grows in the shadows like mushrooms tend to flourish in the dark. It's important for me to take full responsibility and show you how I have formed the deepest of boundaries within my heart to ensure that certain lines are never crossed again. Some of these lines I didn't even really know existed until I got very emotionally raw with myself about the dynamics of mutual abuse in any relationship. It's no surprise that I had repressed anger issues when I'd spent decades placing other people's needs above my own. I knew that it was finally time to heal and to change my ways, which is why I wrote Be the Love, to create a healing path for myself and others. Now, this is really, how do I put this? Multidimensional manifestation. So with all of the interviews that I've done with Be The Love so far, something that has fascinated me about the interviewers is that they ask me questions from the lens and the paradigm that they are operating in. So when you read this book, it will, it will meet you where you are at. It will meet your manifestation journey where it's at. It will meet the wounds in relationships, past, present, and even predetermining the future where you are at. And so... For me, and as you'll read the text, and I'm sure my husband's watching right now, and he's like, oh, she's, she's going to go there, and I am. So a few years ago, we got to a boiling point in our marriage where I had to change my behavior because my conflict resolution skills, and that's putting it mildly, were not, were not good. Were not good at all. I didn't know how to fight fairly. I didn't know how to not be violent with my communication when we would have a disagreement. And couples fight Couples argue, couples have disagreements, that's normal. But what's not normal is when you don't own your emotions in that dynamic. And so for me, that was, I would say quite efficiently, one of my number one manifestation blocks of experiencing more joy and more presence because I was trapped in my head and I was trapped in a sense of entitlement, which meant that if somebody was uh, disagreeing with me, I would lash out. It's very immature, very immature, like a toddler, right? <laughs> you hit me, I hit you back kind of thing. And it's not, um, I I'm saying this to make light of the situation, but it is something that so many people out there can relate to in dysfunctional relationships where they don't feel heard or seen. And it's because they don't allow themselves time and space to feel heard and to feel seen. And I want to preframe this by saying that all of the advice that I offer in Be The Love or The Challenge or any of the programs that I share with you guys online is my own perspective. These are tried and tested methods from my own vantage point. I encourage you to try out these methods in your own time when the universe reveals to you an opportunity to use these tools. Because what I do know is that it does generate the essence and the energy of love. It creates healing, feel, allow yourself to feel, fully feel and immerse yourself in the magic of the present moment and what your emotions are guiding you to unravel within yourself. And that is to heal, to not make things worse than they are and to not create more wounds and to proliferate more suffering in your life. It's not necessary. We need to set the mutual intentions, powerful intentions to be the best versions of ourselves and to do that we have to examine and explore some of the ways in which we might show up less than we know we are capable of being 
And so that brings me to the reveal component, which is revealing that path forward, where all of the magical miracles and manifestations tend to reveal themselves into your life, like stronger, more sustainable, mutually supportive relationships. Activating your intuition on a whole new level because you're not fighting with your ego, right? That is such an ongoing practice. And it's not like a a one and done. You don't just learn the tools, use them, and it's like, oh, good. I'm all good now. It doesn't work like that. You have to be committed to unraveling these pieces of awareness with a book like Be the Love as an ongoing resource for as long as you feel like you need them because here's the thing about awareness and consciousness it needs it needs help it needs support it needs a community like the be the love challenge community right now for those of you that are watching within the group and just a reminder if you are watching outside of the group whether you're watching a replay on youtube or you're listening to this as an episode of the manifest podcast please feel free to sign up for the challenge so that you don't miss out on the next few days that i have planned for you by going to sarahprout.com slash btl challenge. There should be links in the descriptions of however you are consuming this content. So I haven't even referred to my notes yet. <laughs> Here we go. This is, this is how I want you to know that I'm speaking to you from my heart. And when I talk about emotions, I want you to know something that is really important for me to clarify here that I will not and should not ever tell you how to feel. I will never do that. But I will always encourage you to explore the reasons behind why you feel the way you do. This is how we process the emotions to get to the be the love philosophy, the be the love method of feel, heal and reveal. So for me, um, <laughs> for me, when when arguments, altercations would rise up in both of my marriages because I was married to my first husband for 10 years. And that was a, that was very, very different from my marriage to Sean. That was extremely dysfunctional. That is really where I uh, learned how to amplify the toxicity and not take responsibility for my emotions. So I would blame my ex-husband and probably my current husband in those situations for how I was feeling. I was projecting the disowned parts of myself onto that other human being. And when you do that, you hand your power over. When you say things like, you make me feel this way, you make me feel this way. For me, that's not the truth. You allow yourself to feel that way. You allow yourself to get triggered, to get hooked. And of course, emotional upset happens throughout life. There are some horrific things and injustices that unfold in the world that make you feel a certain way. That's empathy, right? That is a radically underutilized intuitive tool. I'm not saying that people behave like this <laughs> are not empathetic. I'm not saying that. I am saying that on a intentional level and paradigm of self-responsibility, you can tune in to how you react and respond to any stimulus that you are assimilating, whether it's news, whether it's a confrontation with a loved one, whether it is a difference of opinion with a random stranger on social media, taking responsibility and setting boundaries within yourself so that you don't engage in contributing to the problem. Because remember, on an energetic level, everything that you put out there comes back to you. 
Now, I'm not saying that you should seek perfection by any means and that you should beat yourself up if you don't remember to be conscious and aware next time you have an argument. But when you bring the awareness to the argument, you'll notice when you pause before you react, when you use phrases and communicate clearly from your perspective and not making somebody else responsible for how you feel, guess what happens? (laughs) It's magical healing. And I'm saying that because I've been through it. Cyclone Sarah, that's what I call, that's what I call the, the previous version of myself. Now, I want you to know that you can change and you can grow and you can outgrow a relationship, but we are always evolving. You're not the same person that you were when you signed up for this challenge. You're not, you won't be the same person that you are now once you read Be the Love. We are always energetically on a cellular level on an atomic level billions of cells are being birthed as billions of cells are dying away we're constantly in this ocean of motion of change of the frequency of transformation but the key difference is how you are intentionally guiding that and your emotions your emotions are the vibrational signal that you're sending to the universe and so the universe knows if you're doing all of the right so-called external manifesting things. And yes, I have a crystal in my hand right now. Um, The universe knows the difference between when you are truly doing the work versus doing the surface external level things that you should be doing. It's, It's an invitation to excavate from the inside out, the inner work that's required. And so Examine the ways in which you show up and blame other people. How do you blame others for how you feel? How can you, the more powerful question, is how can you begin to take ownership and self-responsibility? And for me, I had to get a lot of external help. I had to get a lot of external help to be able to develop some critical thinking skills, to be able to learn how to self-soothe. So one example in relationships and this is historic this isn't just for the marriage that I am in now (laughs) when my partner would seek space I would hunt them down chase them down and demand that I would be heard and listened to and more so that the conflict would at least begin to be resolved now you cannot resolve a conflict when your jets aren't cooled when you are so worked up internally with those emotions that are just spilly and they're everywhere it's like a giant octopus that's trying to consume everything in its way and I was demanding of that and it was in that demanding in making the other person see my perspective before they're ready that created the toxicity so the more we can step back and I mean this works and correlates so beautifully on a manifesting path as well because when you chase down your intentions Right. Let's just say you're having inner conflict because what you want isn't showing up and yet you are chasing down the thing that you want. I do this myself. (laughs) This is just coming to me now, by the way, of uh, let's just say you want you're so attached to an outcome, a specific outcome of a thing that you really want. And you create that resistance around it rather than just allowing it to be. The magic of being the love is accepting things for how they are. And witnessing, reading the room and going, you know what, when things are energetically charged, 
best option is to stand back and allow spaciousness to recalibrate because the atomic particles, the energy, the vibrational frequency will land and fall where it is meant to go because on a metaphysical level, what is meant for you will manifest. And so for those of you that are saying, well, you know, my partner doesn't believe in manifestation or my partner will not be able to wrap their head around this, right? This is a woo-woo and out there. I want to remind you that it's not your job to make anybody believe what you believe. Your role is to lead with love, with compassion, with kindness, and to trust that the journey is unfolding exactly as it is meant to. This is part of the reason why in Be the Love, I include, (laughs) here I go again, fumbling around to find the example. Uh, I promise I will have sticky notes Uh, at the end of every chapter near the journal prompts there are seven of these there are collective kindness exercises because the more we can put out the energy of kindness of compassion of empathy of understanding that you don't truly understand somebody's story unless you've walked a mile in their shoes maybe more than a mile lifetimes maybe but just remember you can't truly grasp that but what we do have the power over is kindness, is the energy that we put out there, is our reactions and responses to things, is what I call emotional alchemy and transmuting your pain into power. There's tremendous power in the pen too of journaling, of getting your thoughts out onto paper or into the pages of Be the Love with the journaling prompts. And there's also power in moving your body so that the energy doesn't stagnate. But it's also important to build a bridge of communication. This is one of the most powerful pieces of emotional alchemy that was taught to me by my mentors. Build a bridge of communication. And what builds that bridge is compassion, is remembering that you don't need to raise your voice to make your point known. I remember, oh my goodness, (laughs) just having a flashback to being a little kid. My parents would argue a lot. I talk about that in the book. Uh, and I remember my my dad yelled at my mom saying, just because you're yelling the loudest doesn't mean that you're right. <laughs> I remember hearing that. And I remember that before the age of seven. So remember that little ears are listening. And if you have children, if you have children, you do have a responsibility to try your best to make sure that they don't hear heated conflict. It's impossible that they will never, ever experience pain or see conflict unfolding. That's not realistic. But just remember, children, children create their beliefs based on what they see. And it's really hard for me to admit this, but my four children have all of them prior to the age of seven heard me being violent. And my two older children uh, were swept up into the dynamics of domestic violence. Um, And so when I didn't deal with this, and part of the reason I'm sharing this is because when I landed the contract to write Be The Love, this was during the pandemic. This was like early, early days of 2020. And 
the Goldcast video was gaining popularity again. It has it's had over 70 million views now, and I, I believe it was like 50 back then. So that level of visibility of me being vulnerable was only telling part of the story. And I knew that on a really visceral level to own my emotions. I had a choice point. I had to show up and be as vulnerable as possible throughout all of the themes in my life where I'd experienced struggle in order to illuminate a path forward for people like you, the readers of Be The Love that really need this information so that you don't create blockages, patterns of self-sabotage, that you can and you are worthy enough to manifest whatever it is that your heart desires. And it does begin with self-worth and painful, toxic patterns in relationships happen because we don't feel good enough. We We feel powerless. And so when it came to writing Be the Love, the layers of that metaphorical onion that I refer to a lot of the time, it kept peeling back another layer of pain. I was triggered. I had memories from my first marriage, memories from my childhood resurfacing. I had all of these memories and the arguments with Sean got worse because of the disowned parts of me that I was trying to write about from a very surface level. It took me seven drafts to write Be the Love. I mean, this is like 42,000 words, and I think there was like 102,000 words that I had that I scrapped. So if you can imagine what I do share in this book, what doesn't make it (laughs) to the book? Maybe I should write Be the Love too. (laughs) Um, But in the book, seeing it through the lens of self-responsibility, through the filter of the Be the Love philosophy to feel, heal, and reveal, I met myself. I met myself as little Sarah, through the lens of feel, heal, and reveal. I met myself as 21-year-old Sarah that got married with bruises on my arms and a pregnant belly. Um, I met that version of myself with compassion through the lens of feel, heal, and reveal. And so you can simultaneously, when you do this work, when you own your emotions, you can heal your past. You can heal the pain that you've been carrying around from the past at the same time as you are creating an empowered and magnetic future. I, <laughs> I, I haven't even looked at the clock. I don't know how long I've been going for now, but um, okay, 25 minutes. <laughs> thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of this community. Thank you for answering the call to join the Be The Love movement. And I really hope that what you've heard today will inspire you to not only get a copy of this book <laughs> for yourself, for your loved ones, perhaps get one for your mother for Mother's Day. Uh, I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> um, I got one for my dad too. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a really passionate topic of mine to create emotional healing, to clear the path for an inspiring future for ourselves, for our children, for our children's children for the people in our lives that we really love and we really value, that we are willing to put our hands up, take self-responsibility and do the work required to be the love you wish to feel. So uh, let me just see my notes here for closing, closing notes here. Um, 
Yeah, just once again, if you would like to get the Be The Love meditation album, which includes seven activation tracks, which are sequences, uh, please check that out by pre-ordering the book and then going to sarahprout.com slash be the love, entering in your receipt number, and I will send you that meditation, which is valued at $111, completely free. You're going to love it. I really poured my heart out into it. And it's also a really complimentary resource to not only the book, and to the challenge. So when you are diving into this work and you're going, oh, I'm sad that the challenge is over next week, this book will be in your hands and you'll be able to really grasp what I'm talking about and it will paint a much bigger picture. Uh, Let's see. Share the love. If you see the hashtag on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, it is be the love book. So if you see that, please share it. This is how we share the message of Be The Love and inspire as many people as possible. And don't forget, if you haven't already, um, if you haven't already signed up and you're seeing this outside of the the parameters of uh, the challenge, make sure that you sign up. The links are below. And then one last thing, homework for today is to write down how you feel. How do you feel about your life now, your life before? So past, present and future. I want you to write down words that encapsulate your predominant feelings. And remember, there's no right or wrong, good or bad. It's a safe space. Just write it down. Start the journaling practice. You might even find that you'll write a couple of pages or a letter to yourself a future self letter, a letter to seven-year-old you, but just get the dialogue going so that you can become energetically and emotionally aware of the ways in which you have an opportunity to own your emotions. So tomorrow's topic is all about raising your vibration. So I'm going to be diving into powerful affirmations you can use, uh, how you can incorporate your intuition on a daily basis, things that you can do physically to raise your vibration and clear and declutter your environment. There's so many things to talk about. I could talk to you guys (laughs) for hours and hours, but today we are at the top of the half hour. Thank you again for being here with me today. It has been an absolute pleasure. I'm sending you so much light and so much love. And for those of you in the launch team who have received your copy of Be The Love, the 500 lucky people that received a copy. If you got it today, I would love for you to share your excitement. That would mean the world to me. Okay, lots of love, everyone, and bye for now. Thank you so much for being here until the very end of this very special episode of the Manifest Podcast, and I hope you enjoyed day two of the Be The Love Challenge. Tomorrow, as I mentioned, the day three recording will be available here, and we're going to be discussing how to raise your vibration. And once again, if you would like to purchase a copy of Be The Love, then you can do that by pre-ordering from any book retailer or go to sarahprout.com slash be the love. That's sarahprout.com slash be the love.